Kia ora and welcome to Gohan or Go Home. Kuridin fucking dies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the episode. That's the title of the episode. Could <laughs> it fucking dies? <laughs> okay, Kia welcome to Gohan or Go Home. I am Simon Was Were Monrad, and across from me is Imogen A. Dedan. Oh, Gabagool. Italian pronouns? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my pronouns are Italian. Tony is a Dedan. Hey. Hey, what are you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? There's a meme of like Joey Jonachi from Yu-Gi-Oh being like, "Yeah, I heard you was not buying." Guess it's just the worst fucking thing you've seen in your life. We've got so much to cover. I almost wonder if we should just like go for an hour and a bit and then see how far we get through it. I okay, I agree. I don't think we should do an intro to this. It's in a preamble. I don't yeah, because we, we usually talk shit about like random stuff in our lives for about half an hour before we talk about the story. But we read three chapters and we watched an episode of the of the cartoon. Yes, and there's like just so much happens. <laughs> this is a beef. This is when Lennon said. There are decades where weeks happen and weeks where decades happen. Yeah. He was talking about Dragon Ball. Yes, he was. Yes, he it was. was. He was metaphorical <laughs> for yeah, chapters. Yeah, it was chapters. There are weeks where chapters happen. Yeah, and there are chapters There's, where weeks happen. There are chapters where weeks happen. And people yeah. used to watch the show week by week, and so weirdly enough, or and and read the comic, and so weirdly enough, you know, development sometimes does happen. Mm. Yeah. I can see your notes that you have taken. And I'm, like, on the, the, the large computer monitor, and I'm just getting snippets out the corner of my eye of terrible, terrible words. Well, that's just to prompt me okay. into what happened. Yeah, to say but, worse words. But rather than just writing what happened. <laughs> this is to... I take notes to help me be worse. Mm. Don't we all? I went, yeah, I went to my therapist and they were like, well, I can't make you better, but I can make you worse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's aim for that. Mm. Um, before we get into the actual chapters proper, yeah, I should explain firstly what this podcast is. Um, I take somebody who hitherto had been virginally untouched by Dragon Ball and has now been soiled apparently by it, um, chapter by chapter, the whole manga from start to finish. I don't like through. how you phrased that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should put it a different way. <laughs> Had I've not been covered in the sewage of this comic. The sludge. <laughs> the sludge. <laughs> We've got a sludge man, um, sort of, coming up. But we watched... You'd, you'd seen one episode, right? Of the show. Uh, yeah, I'd seen one like episode with Boo, apparently, <laughs> in it. Well, like, I'd seen one episode multiple times. Like, it yeah. was like a weird glitch in the Matrix where every time I went to someone's house and Dragon Ball was on, it was like this one specific episode. So I just assumed that there was only one episode. <laughs> <laughs> there is only one episode yeah. of Dragon Ball. It was, like the, it was the episode, all I remember was there was a pink man and there was a lot of yelling and then he turns a guy into a little chocolate biscuit and eats him. And that's, that's it. That's all I thought Dragon Ball was. I know exactly the episode that you're talking about, which is the worst thing. <laughs> the, <laughs> the fact that you just said... As yeah. soon as you described it to me, the I first said time, it like, I was like four times. I was like, oh, when Dabudu gets eaten and turned into that by Dread Boo, and he's like, this character, this happens with this before. Yeah, happened. yeah I know too much about this this show. Yeah. Which is why we 
unfortunately doing this. Yeah. This is kind of, in a way, it's an introduction for you, but it's also a journey into my personality. <laughs> a journey deep into the psyche of Simon. <laughs> we need one of those 50s, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the Twilight Zone. We need to do this on Windows Movie Maker. That's got to be a whole ripple effect. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching Futurama. You said we weren't going to talk about what I'm going to talk about one thing. It's, it's, this is a slight tangent. This isn't like half an hour. I've been watching Futurama and they have... A, they have a piss take of the, of the Twilight Zone, which is recurring, and it comes back every few episodes. It's called The Scary Door. That happens in The Simpsons. Does it? Is As it? well. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that, yeah, the same, same company. Same creator, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's... Yeah, I, I, I like that. I think it's funny. No, I think the good. first one was like, please find enclosed the last man on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've discovered something crazy... Incredible, actually, um, which is that there is a second episode of Dragon Ball. Yeah, I didn't believe it. It's Honestly, very I, I, I feel like I still can't believe it. It feels almost like a different show. I think what I want to do is go through the chat because there's a certain point at which they diverge, and then we can begin talking about what your thoughts about the show were. Is that okay, or do you want to talk about yeah. it? Yeah. Well, you want to go through until they diverge? Because I do have a Because like, they start they... at the same point, yes. kind of. I have a point where they definitely, there's a break, right. and then be like, switching over tracks. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. We're letting you, listener, you don't often get to hear the scaffolding of the show, mm. you're really in the But we didn't talk there. about it before. <laughs> we didn't talk about it before. <laughs> so, no, no we didn't. No, we, we, we just turned the microphone on and we're like, fuck, how are we going to do this one, actually? <laughs> yeah, we care about you and we want you to be in on how this works, because you're yeah. our friend. If you're you get to see to behind this, the scenes, or you want to look at our waveforms, directly beam them into your eyeballs instead of listening, then we got you, baby. You can come right into Simon's house and You can come look, right into Simon's just, just come right into silence. <laughs> he won't mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, was were won't mind. You thank you. Ca- yeah. Was won't mind. Was won't mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I kind of like that actually. It's it it has, it has an interesting kind of pattern to it. Yeah. It's like a it's it's almost like a weird like cyberpunk slang. What was we're doing? And you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. There's something neat to that, you know? <laughs> Let's try it on. <laughs> so this, it opens as it was before, where okay, so they're they're free, free falling. <laughs> and, and I'm free <laughs> yeah. falling Anyway, he's a good girl and he's up in the air and Ten Shin Han is, loves Jesus and Chelsea loves Jesus as we learned last time um, So that, as we knew last time Ten Shin Han against Goku final fight of the tournament they're both falling Ten Shin Han can fly Goku can't but Ten Shin Han is sort of like dropping and following and being like yo dude I'm mm-hmm. gonna win this you know, you can't win against this. Mm. And then Goku, just at the very end of the yeah. last episode, had turned around and been like, beam attack! Well, he'd said Kamehameha, and then... Um, no, he said, my beams! <laughs> he said, my beams! Sports beams. <laughs> Sports beams. <laughs> and then, if you've been listening for the last two years, you will get that. I've never seen those sport beans again. I really, I want the weird energy drink-flavoured jelly beans in There's my no life. There's no time. There's simply no time. Sport beans! Sport beans. <laughs> and so, Tenshinan says, this does not, this beam does nothing to me. What are you doing? <laughs> Goku turns around, he blasts off again, like Team Rocket, with his hands sort of in the... the 
pose that you do. You've seen it. You know the pose. Mm-hmm. This is a ubiquitous cultural icon. So he does that. And then, he yeah, he's turned around. He beams. And then it turns out that, in fact, he's heading straight for Ten Shin Han's three abs with mm. his head. He headbutts Ten Shin Han. They're both free-falling. Free-falling. <laughs> <laughs> the announcer's like... <laughs> He's like, they're about to fall out. I can't follow them. I have to follow them. And so he like throws this capsule and it goes, boom, as it does. Mm-hmm. And can you describe what his vehicle is? Shark bike. It's a bike that's a shark. Flies in the air. Fucking shark bike, bitch. <laughs> shark bike. <laughs> it's like Hot Wheels. One of those ads. Shark like, bike. Ask your parents. Shark bike. <laughs> and they repeat it like four times so the kids remember it. And every time there's like a shot of three kids and they like shark push bike. the shark bike towards the camera with their arms outstretched. Shark bike! Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of like uh, rock music over this commercial. I'm seeing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing with a shark bike. <laughs> Who are playing with a shark bike? <laughs> what? <laughs> if you not seen the Who are playing with their worm. Oh. <laughs> I didn't catch the who up, but I thought you just laughed at playing with this shark bike. And I was like, I guess if you're real abstract, you could you could make that an innuendo. But at this point, this fucking like you're reaching. This is like the modern art of innuendos. Okay, you know, people walk in, they're just like, I don't really get it. <laughs> but I just want to say. This is some of the funniest material we've seen, even though it's really serious. Yeah. It's somehow both. It is. I mean, I... So we watched the episode first. Yeah. And then we read the comics after that, and the shark might crack me up. <laughs> So good. I want one. I want flying cars to be real to have a shark yeah. bike. I I love the announcer so much. Like I want, I feel like that's my my avatar of my soul. You know, like this this Split fucking like yeah, this like fucking random eighties dude with his sunnies on, just like throws a fucking shark bike on the ground, like boom, and like flies off. And, like, <laughs> He's so dreamy. <laughs> He's got a shit. Like, do I want to do him or be him, darling? I don't know. Taylor Swift's 15 and he's got a shark bike and you feel like flying. Oh, okay. um, Why are you so rude Taylor Swift lyrics? When you're 15 and, and a wrestling announcer tells you he you're not telling you, me. you believe him. <laughs> Count to 10, take it in, yes! I'm convinced that you're a secret, secret Taylor Swift stan. I quite like a lot of Taylor Swift's earlier work. This is the most extraordinary <laughs> the sound is. so insufferable. But like pre-read, I, I like that stuff. It's, it's, it's cliched, but it's... It's so, a nice it's a country pop And there was vibe. a band. Yeah, that but I, that doesn't... That the sentence, as pretentious as it is, oh, yeah, doesn't, uh, doesn't dissuade me from believing that you're secretly running a Twitter account pro-Taylor Swift. Yeah, the person who wouldn't go to jail for the I'm idea. literally <laughs> 15 and neurodivergent, so, like, don't <laughs> criticize my opinions on Taylor Swift, or I will swat your house. You know who else is 15 and neurodivergent? Goku. I don't want to know where that's going. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's fair. That's probably accurate. Yeah, I don't think anybody in the world has a brain wired quite like it. No. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, like um, technically, it's neither negative nor positive. It's yeah, just, that's that's just a neutral fact. It's a neutral statement. He doesn't have a regular brain. Um, it, it may be good. It may be bad. I personally <laughs> think 
find him to be a monster. But yeah, they, he's turned let's towards not, monsters. Let's not quibble. He's kind of a force um, of nature. He's like Sin in Final Fantasy, you know, but you can harness him. In any case, mm. the announcer is flying on a shark bike. And he's following closely. Meow. And he's got his wireless microphone being like, Tenshin Han is slightly behind. Goku was going to hit the ground first. Like, mm. it's so good. And then Goku, he, he hacks the planet. He does a little poof with his hands. <laughs> If you are English, do not laugh at that joke. I know you want to. Haven't we all? <laughs> you are licensed for that nonsense. I'm <laughs> so cocky. He, he puts his hands together and he's like, Oh, man. He does his inner monologue. Oh, I don't have any energy for a proper Kamehameha, but if I give just a little bit of beam out and then poof, there's a little cloud as he holds his hands together and he's jumped, he's slightly higher in the air than Ten Shin Han because he's managed to push himself back a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit higher in the air. He's going to win. This is what we think. I remember this taking longer. This happens really quickly, actually. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it takes longer in the show. Yes, yeah. And then there was a bunch of stuff that was in the show that, like, kind of took a little bit longer. I actually kind of preferred it. Like, there was there was more space and there was more kind of development that doesn't really happen in the comic. Like, it, it was pretty true to the source material. Like, mm. even, like, the frames all look really the same. The crowd, like, background characters look the same and everything. Yeah. But they just kind of, like, added some stuff in that worked really well. So I, there was, like, good good decisions. Oh, yeah. Art-wise. I think, at least, yeah. Mm. But, yeah, it, I mean, it happens pretty quickly. Yeah, it happens Still, even, even in the show. I think they change what the vehicle is, but in, oh no, they don't. Um, no, just, no. It's different, but um, because it's coloured. But Goku is going to win. Tenshin Han is falling higher, and then the most bullshit thing in the world happens. Yeah, I don't think this is how physics works. Goku, there is a car coming along the road. Goku hits into this VW van, minivan, mm-hmm. which says, "I've got to read my notes for this." Um, Mat- Matadol Corporation is written on the side of it. I don't know what that means or what there's a reference to. I think maybe okay. he's just making shit up. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to read my next... <laughs> Should I just read it out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is what Simon wrote on his computer as notes. Goku ruined the tour bus for the world's least minor attracted pop punk band and all he got was a lousy second place. <laughs> <laughs> it's too easy a target. And also, there's nothing to suggest that they play music inside. So, unfair characterization. Mm. There's no reason why they were pop Just punk. a bad thing to jot down, I just think. things that just maybe... should be said by people. Mm. <laughs> I'm different to the me 20 minutes ago, is all I'll say. Thank God. <laughs> the me... I don't want to talk to that asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm off my bullshit. Um, <laughs> I took my med before we started recording. That is not true. Um, <laughs> took so your lactase. <laughs> took my lactase pills. So I'm not shitting and farting on Mike. <laughs> I thought I was going to say so you can be cheesy. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that's a much, much more pleasant joke to make. I'm just a more pleasant person, apparently. So Goku hits into a van, which would slow him down and stop his momentum, but instead it makes him bounce off it like a pinball and hit the ground first. So Tenshinan hits the ground after him. It made sense in the show. Like, because they were kind of coming in on an angle, and Tenshin Han mm. flew over the top of the van, and Goku, like, smacked it and fell to the ground. So, like, you know, there was a bit more of coasting for, for Tenshin Han to do. Yeah, I guess. It just doesn't make sense to me. How? Because if you hit into something, you slow down. 
Uh-huh. The Chen always going to be faster. He's always going to take the fastest. Like path. you think that he's going to take longer to fall from the van to the ground than he would have fallen directly to the ground. Yes, if you get if you hit into something before you hit, right? Uh, like yeah. That's going to bounce you like that. Uh, Maybe it's just drawn I, strangely. I think it's just drawn kind of strangely. Like it 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 looked a lot different in the comic and I did notice that actually because in the in the show like they're quite clearly kind of falling like on an angle like you know if you're skydiving and you're kind of like coasting towards an like you know a bit horizontally yeah they're not falling like vertically straight down um but then you can't really tell that that much in the comic like they're just falling and then Goku hits the side of a van you're like huh yeah. Um, but like, yeah, in the, in the show, you can tell that they're falling on like an angle, and then you know, Tension Han goes, he's he's first, like he's he goes in front of the van and doesn't hit it, and then Goku hits it, and then Tension Han kind of keeps coasting on his fall. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we can really get into like the physics of this. Like, it seems like the maybe the silliest thing to kind of pick sure, at. We've already discussed it. It looked like much. it made sense in the show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And I think what's important to realize at this point is that they are completely out of energy. They're just, they're on the ground. They, they're close to being knocked out, but yeah. they're both somehow sort of like, and the announcer, because nobody can see this at the tournament because they've mm-hmm. flown into town um, on their sick air jump. The announcer, which they're all waiting for better breath for, just says, Goku's into a car or a van or whatever it is. He's hit the ground first. Tension on is the winner of this tournament. And then there's like it's just an eruption, and the crowd goes wild. It's, it's the sickest battle they've never seen. Then they kind of start dispersing, and pretty much immediately the announcer's like, "See you in three years," and that's it. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the in the show, though. So. Right. Yeah. So this is kind of where it that's, diverges, that's and where this it, is where yeah. I think the direction of the show is really beautiful. But I want to ask you what your impressions of the show were. Um, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was uh, it was pretty fun to watch. It had some good pacing. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what accent I'm doing. A lot of people complain about the pacing of Dragon Ball, but at least at this point in time, it works. No, it's nice. It's, it felt very 80s to me. Yes. Um, like, it just is something about the sensibility of, like, kind of how long they hold shots for and, like, how quickly the dialogue goes and, like, what happens. I, like, I can't really, like, put my finger on it, but mm. it felt... I can't remember what I compared it to. It was something like the Dark Crystal or something, I think. Yes. It yeah. was, like, very, like, 80s fantasy. Which really fits into what comes next. Right. Um. Yeah, it, it had this, like, quite... I don't know, like, it it had an interesting kind of vibe to it. It didn't feel as, like, goofy as the comic does. Possibly because there's, like, a bit of, like, kind of padding to it where they let you sit on certain things for a little bit. Like, it split off here... How do I put it? Like, the the difference between the show and the comic here was, like, in in the comic it goes straight from, like... You know, like, ah, oh, Tension Hunt is the winner. Goku hit the ground first. And, and then they, like, cut straight to, like, uh, they're back at the arena. Yeah. And the announcer's just dismissing everyone. And he's like, well, three years' time. See you then. And then they do yeah. this thing. But in the show, like, you know, the crowd runs out. 
down into the town and they like pick up Tenshin Han and, and Goku and they're like wow that was an amazing battle and they're kind of like celebrating them but like not in just like a kind of goofy like TV show way it, it gives like a bit of character development to Tenshin Han like it's they're like lifting him up and he's like you know confused at not being the bad guy almost like yeah speedrun Zuko art yeah um I really yeah. this is stupid I really like it like no I, I like it I thought it was good in fact there's this moment which I thought was quite weirdly just an oddly beautiful choice where this huge bear of a man picks up tension and puts him on his shoulders <laughs> and goes I'm gonna take you to the you know the second um, the guy that you won against champion and then like carries him across to Goku who's on the shoulders of somebody else who's picked him up yeah. And they face each other above the crowd. And these people are cheering for them. They've run out. They've seen the best, like, the sickest thing they've ever seen in their lives. Like, and it's, there's these sunset colors. It's really, really nice. And then Goku and Tenshin Han sort of face each other. And there's just a two shot of them in profile, both looking at each other. I can't remember what they say, but it's kind of just like a good game sort of thing. Yeah. But it's a really nice little bit. And Tenshin Han's a little bit confused by that. And then there's this weird thing where they go back to Turtle Him and he's like, now you're walking the path of light. And you're like, <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> this was a he nice does moment. lay it on a little bit thick. Like I think we get it, but I think he's trying to explain it for the children. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But we get it. We get it at home. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. And there was there's some stuff later in the episode that I really liked about the show as well, but I think yeah. we'll talk to talk about that when we get to it. Because yeah. there's Can other you, stuff that happens in between. It's a fucking banger. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I'm sorry to say, I'm sad <laughs> to announce the Dragon Ball intro rocks. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It I I can't I I can't have any disdain for that. It's fucking good. <laughs> we we watched the episode like not today, but a while ago. Like we read yeah. the chapters today. But we watched the episode a while ago when I had been out in town and we kind of like I don't know, just came back, had a cup of tea, and watched it. And we got to the end of the intro. I was like. Oh, can we just do that? Can you just play that bit again? <laughs> so we listened to the intro twice because I was like, like the yeah. Because like the Japanese one, I like the vocal performance a lot more, but the English one's a lot more like recently recorded, so the the instruments are cleaner and you yeah, can, you know. Yeah, the the Japanese one sounds real like dusty. Here's a little bit of trivia for you. Not not trivia, but um, a sort of interesting little tidbit. The French Blu-ray release of the original Dragon Ball has much, much better audio than any other version. And the reason is, hmm. Toei has, like, a bad... They don't have the master tapes anymore. They recorded over them. They wiped them yeah. and reused them. So nobody has the original audio. Except, it turns out, somebody discovered that a person had recorded all of the episodes on VHS. It was in the Kanto region, the closest to where it's broadcast from the tower. Huh. Um, on their on the VCR in the 80s. And the audio is really good quality. Yeah, and the I guess French it people be. took the pirated one <laughs> and used that on their official Blu-ray release. <laughs> That's great. So if you can read French subtitles, I highly recommend buy the French version, listen to it. It's much better quality than whatever whatever Toei is putting out. Cool. The company that owns it, like it, wild. I guess, or if you can just speak Japanese. <laughs> there are, I, th- I believe, somebody on um, one of the Nya torrent sites there's like a torrent site that's anyway um you probably know about it if you're a weirdo um has like uh, released the dragon ball z episodes of that release because they took it from somebody on a japanese forum i think had released it or something like that and be like hey i found these tapes blah 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 mm-hmm. yeah 
Um, so they're all the Z ones. But the, the French people managed to get hold of it and do it in an official release, which is such a funny, weird thing. Yeah, that is really funny. Um, in any case, I, I want to listen to the Japanese intro, like, as it was recorded. <laughs> Maybe you could put the, uh, the, just the, because I think we use a different version of the intro you said for yes, our Yes, I use the kind of big band jazz version of it. Maybe this one we could just put the regular one. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I can also just slip it in a little. <laughs> hmm. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> 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 Anyway, we sort of cut after this to see you in three years. Um, in the in the the comic version, Kiridan offers Goku his clothes, and then for the first time possibly that's ever happened at the show, there's no Goku penis. Oh yeah, he's wearing boxes. I didn't I didn't think about that. That is yeah, that's actually the first the first time that I. I'm always watching yeah. for it. <laughs> I wasn't watching for it, but okay. So curiously about this, I, I realized... It's, oh, he's grown up. It's maturity it's now. 15, so like, it's weirder now. Uh, he's learned a bit about the world. He knows oh yeah. what, like, sexual dimorphism is, like, and he's been taught... Gender. He's learned shame. He's Yeah, yeah. He's no longer the Edenic fairy character that he originally was, mm. you know. Um, I, don't, oh, I thought it was maybe just the, maybe the joke got tired. No. No, 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 no. Toriyama was like, today I will not, I will not <laughs> draw Goku dick. <laughs> well, I shall not draw today. I shan't. Yeah, I shan't. I shall restrain myself. It's like jazz, it's about the Goku penis that you don't draw. <laughs> it gets you expecting it and then just <laughs> in your face, slaps you. Um, the Yamcha. Goes up to Tenshin Han. This is one of the most awkward moments I think we've had so far. And you're like, oh, he's back from the hospital. His leg's been put in a cast. Mm. Tenshin Han, you remember what he did to him? Yes. Um, he comes up and then he's like, I can't remember. What does Yamcha say to him? Mm. I don't remember what he says. I know that, Yam- uh, that Tenshin Han apologizes to him. I think he says maybe like no hard feelings or something like that. Well, I mean, like Yamcha kind of is, is there. I mean, I think he just says like good game or congratulations yeah. or something like he's a yeah. good he's very sportsman like yeah um and tension hunter's like ah oh, yeah sorry for breaking your bones and all that he's quite <laughs> contrived he says yeah i did something shameful yeah but he's like real uncomfortable about yeah, it you know yeah. he's like obviously not feeling good because he's learned in the last half an hour how to <laughs> have empathy for another human being how to not hate the avatar yeah um and and Yamcha's like real chipper about it. He's just like, ah, well, you know, I didn't die. Um, yeah, fight you next that. year. <laughs> Three years time. <laughs> My leg will be even stronger because that's how this works. Yeah, your bones grow back. <clears throat> and Tenshinan wants to share his winnings. This part is still the same between the show and the comic. Mm-hmm. He wants to share his winnings with Goku. He's like, listen, I don't, I don't really know what money is. 
I don't know how it works, but what would I do with it? Can you eat it? I can't burn it to get warm. Maybe. That's what I would do with it. Yeah. Goku's like, I don't, I don't need money. You keep it. I do not participate in the capitalist economy. <laughs> yeah. Communist Goku. <laughs> That's why they call him Woku. That's why they call him Woku. Sun Woku. <laughs> Much closer to Sun Wukong. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the kids are going crazy for Sun Woku. Mm-hmm. he's back and he's less binary than ever um he race faked Goku um what I don't know what is it? you're just saying words I'm just saying words uh, free I, association I, podcast say, the reason why I'm just saying words is I don't actually know what the current cultural grievances are neither do I I, I just I, I'm reminding my business yeah I got no idea I don't know well I, I paint walls and uh look at yeah, hey, I heard you paint the walls. Ground. I do, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> anyway. This is sort of where it differs from the from the animated show. And in this one, Goku, while they're in the forecourt outside of the tournament, you know, it's kind of, it's dusk. He remembers, oh, I forgot my new ball, my, my, my staff. And um, mm. what else did you forget? And he's in his grandpa's Dragon Ball. Yeah. It's like, I left them back at the, the changing rooms or whatever. Yeah, well, uh, Tenshin Han offers to buy everyone dinner. Like, so they, they're going to go to a restaurant. I think that yeah. is, that is like, this slightly different bit. Um, I mean, there's a joke in there That's as well. Kuroden's like, you don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> Goku will spend all of the money on dinner. Yeah, he's like, you're um, Yeah, you shouldn't have offered that. Um, in the show, they get all the way to the restaurant and they're about to go in when Goku realizes that he doesn't have the Dragon Ball. Um, in the comic, it's just when they've left the arena, so they're still just standing outside. Um, and Kuriren run back, runs back to get it. While that's happening, yeah. lunch says, because they ask what they're going to do next, and then um, Turtle Hermit is like, you should come with me, come to my island, train with me. And he goes, look, Tenshinan says, listen... You know, I appreciate the offer, but Charles mm. and I are actually Crane School. Like, mm. it's kind of too fresh. I'm not ready to commit to a new relationship. <laughs> you know, it's not you, it's me. And then lunch, out of nowhere, <laughs> says I'm crazy about you. Because <laughs> you're like, no, you have to come back to the island. I need to hit that. It's <laughs> like, I need your... Oh, God, I can't say any of that. <laughs> no, no, no. Tell us what you think of Tension Hunt. Lunch, who probably... Listen, I don't think she's a kid. She's like, I need that teen day. She's like, Katy Perry teenage dream. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to hold a gun to your head because I'm into Okay, that. okay yeah, you shouldn't have said that. I changed her. <laughs> and a mutual... I take it back. Stop talking. It's called a Mexican standoff, but it's a Mexican shoot-off and, like... You know, what? <laughs> we're shooting something else off. She's like, look, I'm crazy about you. She's blushing. We've never seen that before. Yeah. This is She's shooting funny. a shot. <laughs> She's out of shot. Out of nowhere. Okay, here's my question. If he weren't the champion, would she have done this? Who knows? Does Who Lunch knows just love a winner? What happens in the... No, I don't, I don't think so. Just how graceful he is, like a crane. I don't know. There's. I feel like if, if it was someone else, she'd just mug him. You know, like, <laughs> I don't think she's like necessarily just the winner type. But she appreciates that he's stronger than her. And there's maybe some kind of like, ah, I could shoot you, but you could beat me in unarmed combat. 
Maybe I don't know. This is maybe looking like way short. Maybe she just likes his three abs. Like <laughs> some people are into that. She's, he's he's got what she wants. He's got what she wants. I don't think and this is like. I, I really abs. don't know if we can like delve into the psychological kinks of this like random side character who likes to shoot people. To be honest, such as two abs, I, no, four abs. Yeah, three is the perfect number of abs. She won't take more. She won't take less. <laughs> She's, she's never even encountered another three abs. Traffic lights. Not since the incident. The Lord's Holy Trinity and Tenshin Han's abs. Yeah. Just perfection. Um, Maybe she's like... Well, he's got an eye as well, doesn't he? Three eyes. Maybe yeah. she's into that. Yeah, she likes know? threes. She likes threes. And luckily, um, Tenshin Han is like... <laughs> he, the way that he brushes it off, he just stares for a little bit, like doesn't know how to comprehend it, yeah. and then just goes, Charles and I are going to live together, which is an amazing way to I think her. he seems like someone who has never been asked out before. Yeah, well, clearly, he's been secluded. <laughs> yeah, he's been like a, yeah, in a, in a monastery in the mountains or something, thinking only of martial arts for many years, and then he's just like, what? <laughs> um, no, I, I already have plans, but thank you. Lunch is not ready to stop there. No. She's like, let me at least write to you. Let me write letters yeah. to you. We can be pen pals. We can be pen pals. <laughs> it's such a good line as well. Yeah, funny. <laughs> um, anyway, um, the, the the bit that happens next happens immediately after that. It interrupts them. But in the yes. show, I really like this. This is almost Lynchian. Like, there's so many gaps and spaces and mm. what happens with it. And this this is, the show gives us more of Kuririn as well. Like, there's more of him talking in the Greek chorus where when they're falling, he makes comments, observations, jokes. When Goku is like, when the crowd runs to see Goku, mm. there's like flat horizon with the road, the heat rising off it with this mirage, and then Kuririn sort of appears as he runs toward Goku with a smile, like ear to ear. Yeah. You know? And he just stands there and he's like, my friend, you know, did this well. And then the crowd appears behind him. It's like a nice moment. And then. Uh, Kuririn has offered Goku his clothes, they go to the restaurant, and then Goku, as they're about to walk inside, is like, Oh, I forgot my staff and my grandpa's Dragon Ball. I forgot my grandpa back there. Then Kuririn, and this is really oddly framed, and I really like it. You don't see much of him. He's really pushed off behind a curtain Mm. in the way that it's framed. There's something really nice about the fact that you almost don't see that what Kuririn is looking like when Goku is just talking to him and being like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And he goes, no, no, it's fine. So Kuririn runs back and Goku runs outside again after him and then just goes, yells after him. He's like, Kuririn! And then Kuririn is kind of down the road and then he turns back and goes, what? And (laughs) everyone else is gathered behind Goku to be like, what's going on here? Goku's just staring at him. There's these like shot reverse shots like three times Mm. and they're really long and the colors are really nice, but it's just like this really awkward, funny, but also dreadful moment. Yeah, there's a lot of like there's quite no interesting tension. Like it's not it's not like harsh or foreboding or anything. It's like a soft tension, you know. It's just sort of like a nice evening, and he's just like you know, wait, wait, and they're just he's just like what you know, and they're just looking at each other and. You know, like, it's like you, when you've got something, like, on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. And then... Kuririn's grinning as well. Yeah. He's, like, having the... He's on top of the world. This is yeah. one of the best days of his life. But there's something a little bit, like, unnerving about it at the yeah. same time. And then Goku's like, 
oh, never mind. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, I forgot. Like, oh, Goku. Like, again. Yeah, it was like, well, suspense for nothing. It's like, oh, I forgot. And then, but then, like, as Kuroon is like, okay, and then he just run, runs off. But, like, Disappears. as he does that, um, Goku kind of turns back and he's like, oh, you know, like, I wonder what that was. Like, what did... Hmm. Like maybe it was important, and then he's like, "Oh well, I, I don't, I don't remember." And then goes in for yeah. He keeps dinner. looking down the road even after Kuruna has disappeared into the the heat mirage rising yeah. the horizon, and there's just the shot of Goku and then the empty space, and he's like, "Huh." Mm. Um, and then he goes back inside, but Goku doesn't want to eat anything. Yeah, there's it's there's something like kind of off, and he um at some point. You know, like everyone's kind of tucking in, and he's not eating, and then tucking. he, yes, everyone's tucking. Sorry. Um, he, he gets like I don't know, like an instinctive, like warning or something. I guess is how you put it. Like, like his his spidey senses are tingling. Yeah, the background behind him fades to like a blue color, I think, and then it like everyone at the table. There's a shot of everyone at the table morphed like through a fisheye lens, and they just yeah. shatter the screen yeah like something bad has happened crack. and suddenly the music comes back there's been no music for this whole time you kind of don't notice it because it's a kids show with his oh, bouncy music mm. and then there just isn't um and then it comes back and there's this dreadful sort of background music and everyone's like are you okay and he just pushes his chair back stands up and then like runs out the door mm. um and he hears in his mind like could it in screaming for him yeah in the comic, none of that happens. Just like, I'm yeah. a, I want to be your, at least be my pen pal, and then Goku says a couple of things, and then there's this ah, sort of scream. Yeah, they they hear a scream yeah. from like the inside yeah. the the count the compound which they just left, and he just yeah. runs back in. I way prefer the show. Yeah, and the, that's what I, yeah, I it's it's really it. nice. The direction. Yeah, good. yeah, it's really it's really interesting how they chose to do it. Like it's it's a lot less simple but like it feels like they really added stuff you know it wasn't just um filler you know oh absolutely yeah it's, it was quite good i quite enjoyed that in any case they run in and then this is what i said at the very top top of the episode could it is is there on the floor and he's lifeless goku runs over to him and he just grabs him and looks at him and his his eyes have they're not colored in mm. he's lifeless and goku's like he's dead and I think it just it goes to the next chapter. That must have been a wild thing to have read yeah. as a child. And it's like suddenly super dark. Like one of the cute kid main characters is like dead. Like ah, what? And like this isn't really a spoiler so much as a vibe spoiler. But this is the turning point in the comic where it never goes back to what it was again. Okay. Mm. It, it just becomes like it. It doesn't mean they won't ever have fun again. But it's never mm. what it was. Mm. This is the point. Right. It's it gets it's so death. serious now. It's not all serious, but... It's all serious, Simon. <laughs> Didn't you hear what now. I said? It's all serious. Seriousness in my Dragon Ball. You... Oops, all serious. <laughs> <laughs> Seriousness in my Dragon Ball? That's more likely than you think. <laughs> I feel like I could just... You're like... A, like I could just feed you input words and you're, you're just going to spit out memes from the 2010. <laughs> Seriousness. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, um, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Just <laughs> go inside in this big <laughs> Okay, so Kurenid is, he's dead, um, and the next chapter opens, and the announcer is injured, but he's not dead, and he's like, this monster came, it just, it attacked, 
you know there was nothing that we could do and Goku it took the Dragon Ball it It took the the list of the people, the martial arts winners. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the grand finalists. Yeah, and they kind of piece that. So that's mm. the, the clues are there for the team to start to piece that together. Goku isn't listening. He's mm. just holding Kirin and crying, and I don't know if we've ever seen him cry before. Yeah, I don't think so. Wait, so this is, he's got emotions. Um, New development. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I think is disappointing about this and this show has a lot to this comic has a lot to say about masculinity is that like he's crying and he's upset and it immediately it immediately becomes a righteous anger mm. and that's like an acceptable emotion he goes on a quest thing. for vengeance to be on a vengeance thing for it to be like I'm crying because I'm just so angry about like what some happened because of honor to my friend and you're like okay no if you had just done him just being distraught and almost unable to act. That's a much better character choice. Mm. Um, not to critique Toriyama 30 years later. He's listening to this. And he's like, God <laughs> damn it, why didn't you tell me at the time? But uh, no, I think it says something about masculinity. That's all. Yep. It does. It sure does. And the whole crew from the from the restaurant and or just from the outside forecourt in mm. the comic have come back inside and they're all like, what is going on and the order of this I'm not great at remembering um, let's just say it kind of out of order and if people want to send us emails about how we're <laughs> really bad at relating Dragon Ball then like you know they can start their own podcast nobody has ever sent us an email <laughs> ah that's cool they all communicate via discord ah nerds yeah yeah. Um, so what happens okay I do have an order so I say that as mad. if I do not use discord myself <laughs> he grabs his new ball and goes after whoever did it he yoinks he runs grabs Bulma's dragon radar out of her hands as he's doing it and then of course that means that the group no longer have one Turtle Hermit's like he yells at him to stop he says I ordered you to stop mm. Goku doesn't listen he jumps on Kinto and then flies off mm. um Han, I I thought this was a nice little touch he picks up Kirin's body and is just holding him as he's talking to the rest of the group. And Kirin looks tiny in his arms. Mm-hmm. There's some really nice scale stuff that happens and you realize, oh, this was a kid. This is a little boy. Because like, we see with the panels that he's the size that he needs to be for talking or whatever it is. But then when you see him compared to Ten Shinhan, who's like only 17 or whatever it is, you're like, oh shit, this is a kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's pretty heavy. Oolong... Who is still in this comic? Oolong also appearing, <laughs> and he's here tonight. <laughs> he, um, he finds a piece of paper. The killer has left a, a paper, a piece of paper with a, a kind of a seal on it, mm-hmm. um, like a stamp seal, not a picture of a seal, which would be very strange. Mm. And it has a character on it. The character. It wouldn't be that strange in the context of Dragon Ball, let's be real. <laughs> okay. If you go to a crime scene in Dragon Ball as a picture of a seal, you're just like, yeah, that seems about right. It's just a self-drawn picture. The of seal Goku's gang face. again. <laughs> the seal gang. Oh, we had the rabbit gang, so why not the seal gang? Yeah. <laughs> They'll clap for each other when they do something bad, like, arf, 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 arf. <laughs> and then they shoot someone. Okay, my notes say, let me explain magic. <laughs> oh, yeah? My grandpa's deck has no bad guards gather uh, so your what the character your grandpa's dick <laughs> not my grandpa's dick <laughs> my grandpa's dick has no weak cards Kaiba. um so the character that's written on the seal is ma which means demon but it's also the character which is used in anything related to magic mm-hmm. like 
Mao, Demon King, Mao, like um, magical girl, like the word for witch has it, just the word for hmm. for magic itself uses that, and demon itself is like Oni with a little, you know, cap into the side of it and two little trees, like a forest. Um, obviously, you know, the character's directly from Chinese, but like it's it's mm-hmm. only ever read as it's Onyomi reading, from what I know, which is its Chinese reading, and it just connects to, with other words, Jukuko words. So it connects up with other ones to mean that. So by itself means demon, but is just the base prefix for anything to do with magic. Okay, interesting. Something to note when you think about um, how they have the moves that are based on on trapping the guy later. Okay. Um, That that tracks. I I realized that there were a lot of panels of Turtle Hermit. This show is different after Breaking Bad, is all I have to say. (laughs) This comic is not the same because Turtle Hammond is wearing his black suit with a black hat and he's mm. center framed with the people behind him and he just, it looks like a Heisenberg parody. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Breaking Bad was just a parody of Dragon Ball all along. Did you think about that? Breaking Bad was the Dragon Balls inside us all along. The Dragon's Balls were inside us <laughs> all along. The thing that you should wish for to Shenlong is meth. Yep. There's no more than that. No, nope. I, I uh, <laughs> I've, is well, I thought, he knows where to get it. He's got a good. I thought there was some kind of uh, lead in or out of that joke, but no, you're just going straight for me. My plug is dragon. That's okay. all I said. My plug is dragon. <laughs> wow, that's my favorite Hosier song. <laughs> and she's a goddess. <laughs> yeah, okay. My that's... plug is a dragon, and she's a goddess. Yep. <laughs> Who would write that song? <laughs> So Heisenberg explains the demon clan. Did you gather much about this? This is a big lore-heavy thing, right? Yeah, there's a lot of lore. <laughs> there's a lot of lore. Um, what did I gather about this? That Heisenberg <laughs> explains to us that... Well, he, he, like, rips this piece of paper out of Oolong's hand and he's like, ah! He stares at it. Oh, this is the symbol for Piccolo, the demon guy. Yes. This guy who's a demon. And he, uh, ages ago, he was around and he, he was, was bad and mean. And he had lots of monsters and there was an army of them and he could have destroyed the world, but my martial arts daddy destroyed him with some with some magic, with a move. With a move so powerful, he sealed him into a pot. And then he died <laughs> immediately afterwards and I threw the pot in the ocean. It's a great grind to start a magic daddy. <laughs> Blow me over. I um, forgot, the, <laughs> I forgot the word for sensei. Uh. <laughs> Something went wrong in my brain. I was like, the martial arts daddy. <laughs> Martial arts, daddy. You know I need that, Mafuba. <laughs> Five minutes into Netflix and chill, and he traps you into an endless wave and then puts you into a rice cooker. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. TikTok, like, our reality shifted and got caught into the Mafuba. <laughs> I love that I love that people have come up with reality shifting. <laughs> just, just using your imagination. It's no time. It's simply It's like no, I, my daydreams are important and real. <laughs> my daydreams are important to me and humanity. The universe where I met Justin Bieber is definitely real. <laughs> I just have to come back here every time for some reason. I'm That's... announced to me. <laughs> Why do I have to keep getting put but back up? One day I will live there. It is 3,000 years of longing, but, like, 
3,000 years of cooking. <laughs> he's in that rice cooker yeah. for eternity, like an evil gin. It's it's not great. He's, I mean, is that meant to be like what it is? Is he like meant to kind of be like a gin, or is that just like a thing that is coincidentally how he gets? Is that a thing that happens in Japan where you can like seal a bad guy into an object? Is that? I don't know if you seal people into objects. I know you can seal demons and things. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Actually. Um, it's I don't, like, yeah, because I don't know that like, much Japanese mythology. It's, this is more like fantasy based on Shinto rather than like actual Shinto religion, if that makes sense. Yeah, but that's like most people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Um, no, but there is a lot of like, you know, actual mythology in Shinto. But like, yeah. um, no, that this is something where I'm not familiar with any direct ones, but I do, I have some niggling thing where I know some, but that's the case. Well, I know that there's like spirits that live in objects. But yes. I don't, or I or, or they are the object and embody it or something. But I don't know if you can like take a guy, an evil guy, or like a spirit or whatever that does not live in an object and put it into an object that is not its thing. Well, this is a syncretic mix of Buddhism and Shinto, which is kind of hard to explain, which has got Toriyama's sort of fantasy flavor to it. And okay. this is actually probably a really dumb thing to pick at. Like I don't like no, magic no, no, mechanics. I'm it. just kind of curious. It's just. I didn't even realize we were going to skip way ahead to that. I was just going to say, like, I was going to be like, okay, Piccolo, this is the thing. He's a fearsome foe, and then we learn his name, and it's a silly little name, and only Lunch picks up on it. Like, I just had... Lunch picks up on it? I don't yeah, know she's the one who's like, Piccolo, that's not a very scary... Like, she's like, what are oh, you talking about? Oh, they didn't say that in the version that I read. I think that maybe... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think the translator for your one isn't particularly... Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a good translation. <laughs> it wasn't so. a very dramatic re- reveal. It was just, like, him saying things that happened. But he's not just... He's the demon king, right? He's the head of the demon clan, whatever it is. He's oh, no, they didn't king, say that. Right? <laughs> they didn't um, give me a lot of information in this translation. Yeah, they just said he was a demon and he, he had an army of monsters. The big kahuna. Uh, the godfather. He's got big kahunas. He's got big kahunas. <laughs> Piccolo has big kahunas. <laughs> he, that's what he wishes for. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's why he wants the dragon's that's balls. That's why he wants the dragon's balls. One. <laughs> Myth plug. Two. <laughs> titties. <laughs> and or what? Balls. I, we don't know. Balls. Maybe he wants balls. Yes. You know what? Powerful. I was yeah. saying this, you know, we need to talk about this off mic. Um, <laughs> I had a discussion a lot, weirdly along those lines the other day with somebody. <laughs> What? <laughs> There's no time. There's simply no time. We've got to get, a, get in the ship. You can't um, just drop that. Um, but what's really silly is that, like, tension, uh, you know, Turtle Hammer goes, hmm, it was the Demon King Piccolo. Then Tenshin Han is like, I've heard of that guy. Fucking how? What? How have you heard of this guy? What do you mean? I, I feel like you read a different comic to me. Because, like, none of... Like, I didn't get any of this. Okay, this is what Tenshin Art says. He's like, oh, I've heard of that guy. And then he launches into really specific knowledge. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, the name kind of rings a bell. Anyway, he was sealed with... You know, and he, like, goes through long ago, he was terrorizing the world and blah, ah, blah, blah. Maybe I misread this. I thought, it, I thought it was Turtle Hermit explaining all of this. Yeah, yeah, he does give more. And then, like, immediately after Tenshin Art says that, then Turtle Hermit has got this far away, like, thousand-yard stare in his eyes. And then there's mm. a panel of him as a disembodied kind of upper body and head this Heisenberg hat looking off into the middle slash far distance and then the whole left negative space of the comic is filled up with like a silhouette of something which is presumably Piccolo with like pointy ears and little like mm. and then like and he's got flames an... above him and people screaming yeah, and he's in an Ikea that his dad owns but his dad's <laughs> not actually there and you know 
And then he sees like his childhood best friend not wearing any pants. And like I, I knew that we were speaking German, but we weren't speaking German. Yeah. But, like I just knew that we were. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then um, <laughs> this comic is just—it's yeah. Anyway, um, it's very funny because there's this panel where he's got terrified eyes with a thousand yard stare. Like he's seen Grandpa's going back to Vietnam. He's gone back to the war. <laughs> he's right? got flashbacks. Piccolo's got is the silhouetted figure in the background with these flames, and people are going ah underneath and then mm-hmm. the speech bubble has Heisenberg saying now his name may sound cute but and you're like ah. okay that's not a way to open <laughs> yeah um, that wasn't in my translation either I got like a real dry recounting of like things that happened with like no jokes this, <laughs> they did it dirty yeah um, so all we need to know about this is Mutaito which is the name of his old master and him and Cranehammer had the same master Mm-hmm. Um, they were both students. That tracks. Of they got a little sibling rivalry. Oh, did they say this in the chapter, or did I just know this? No, it's in the chapter. Okay, yeah. Um, and he does the Mahuba, which is like demon seal wave. How was that translated for... They didn't. Yeah. Okay, they didn't translate it. Okay. They just said Mahuba. But then it is the Ma for demon. Hu is like Huto, which is used in envelope, and I was a little confused by this, so mm-hmm. I had to look this up. I was like, is there another meaning for it? No, it means seal, because, you know, Huto is like, you know, an envelope, arr, arr, seal arr. An envelope. Um, so demon seal, and then the ba is the same ha as kamehameha, right? It's the ha ah. the Nami means wave, but it's also used for electromagnetic waves and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, so he gets, you know, caught up in this whirlwind Piccolo, and I think this is pretty cool art. It's all speed lines, the way that his like, outline is drawn and mm. stuff, and then he's, he's yanked into <laughs> a rice cooker for eternity. And the rice cooker's got little cute cat icons around the side. Yeah, it's like they just yoinked it out of Nana's kitchen. And this is, a, this is a, a Japanese religious thing. He's got these paper seals on the side which seal him in, and this is an actual thing. Charms are oftentimes like they, they can be you know like a sort of keychain sort of woven thing something mm-hmm. like that but in this case it's the sort of charm which is like when you get lottery when you go to the shrine at like new year and you get your your lottery for the year which says like you're gonna have really bad romance luck which i had a friend have once, which was very <laughs> funny for reasons that i can't explain um oh man and then uh, you know, you tie it to uh, a rack or whatever. I don't know what the special names for these things are, but you know, you'll tie it to a fence or a rack or whatever it is, and everybody ties their ones. You know, mm-hmm. the way that people will put a thousand locks on a bridge or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like that. And if you write something on a piece of paper, it can be like a magic charm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you do. You just do it. Um, and so this is and, what's happening in this case. And there's one on the pot? On the rice cooker with the <laughs> uwu cats. Yeah. The cat icons. Lucky Uwu pod. <laughs> the Uwu pod. The kitty pod. And then we cut, we intercut. There's a big airship, which I would describe as, and you can feel free to add to this. It's like a cigar, like a huge fat one. Like it's just a real thick round cigar type shape with monoplane. That's the fuse, main fuselage. It's got monoplane wings and then sea landing gear. Yeah. Like a plane that would land on water. And then it's got... It looks like a, a three-year-old's bath toy of a plane. Yeah, and it's got a little bubble cockpit slash bridge that sits at the top of it, which yeah. we can kind of see vaguely figures inside of it, so that when we cut inside, we know, oh, this is where we're going into. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all black. That's... Yeah. 
Yeah, we've described it. We've just you did it. And on the inside, how would you say what's the decor like? The interior design of this? Um, it, a plane. <laughs> um, no, there's a there's a. Am I am I describing like the guy or just the context? Oh, I mean, he sits on a there's throne a of skulls. Th- yeah, there's a throne with skulls, and the skulls have horns, and yeah. at his side, there's a pterodactyl man. There's a Skeksis. Oh, he is, I guess. It, it's yeah. a dark crystal. Yeah, he's, he's very this. dark crystal, yeah. It's a shame. Um, What's his name? The, the Skeksis. Yeah. Um, I don't think he has one. I'm sure he has a name. It's not like flute. It's something else. Um, it might just not that. have come up Maybe not yet. in this chapter. Yeah. But in any case, justice for him, he never, he barely sees any action. Yeah. He's, he's just, just a lackey. He's a grand vizier. He's the uh, yeah. Hey, well, no, he's like, you know, when you see a movie and there's a big evil guy and there's a guy who just stands next to him all the time there's and just doesn't do anything. There's just a little guy, you know? There's gotta be a little He's skexic. part of the decor. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and on the throne is, a, is a, an elderly slug man. Yes. He's buff and wrinkly and he's got, instead of horns, he's got a little. Um, that guy's at my gym. <laughs> he's got little stalk eyes or something he's got like, like antennae you mean yeah kind of like little... well they're like antennae but they've got the blobs on the end so it yeah. looks like a the snail or a slug like the eyes on a stalk you know yeah yeah, yeah. that's what he looks but like they're not the eyes he's got eyes in his head he's, well, he also has eyes in his head <laughs> it's his eye he has maybe some kind of antenna eyes on his t- <laughs> on, on his head he also has eyes in his head I don't head. want to think about that I don't want to let's not discuss that <laughs> And he's oh no is he wearing <laughs> maybe I'm misremembering this but is he wearing a tunic which has the seal which says demon on it yeah yeah okay unless it's a different seal that is also in a similar looking circle because right. I would not be able to tell he's got a sash he's got like it's, it's not a tank top but it's got like sleeveless kind of you know tunic no it's like a real like it's like an 80s sci-fi tunic yeah yeah it's, a little, it's is like, there a bit of shoulder pads or a uh, it's very Flash Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Put it that way. But like Slug Gordon. Slug Gordon. Flush Gordon. <laughs> Flush Gordon. <laughs> Flesh Gordon. When you see Piccolo, say no and put him in the toilet. <laughs> Whirl him around in the mouth. Well, that's what the Mafu is. I just read Toriyama. Yeah. I was, before I was kind of skimming back through the comic, because I was trying to find a really funny line that I saw when I read it the first time and I couldn't find it, but I did see uh, one that just said, let's talk about the Mafuba. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... Piccolo knows, he, he repeats the stuff about the Mahuba because he fears it, because this is the one thing that he sort of has been able to stop him because he's powerful. He's old as shit. And oh, this is his issue. This is, you're, really funny, you're jumping ahead of the funny bit. Sure, but what's really funny <laughs> is that there's a, the first time we're introduced to him, he's kind of centered. It's a big, there's a lot of center framing in this, mm-hmm. you know, which, which I like. I think Toriyama's changing it up a little bit from the fighting. This feels different. And then his Skeksis is, is beside him, and then we cut to him an angle with a panel where the Skeksis is closer to the viewer slash the camera, whatever it is, and is talking. And they're both looking across the room at someone, possibly. Yeah. And then we turn He's the in conversation with an, yeah. another evil like yeah uh, no brain brain no word 
And then we do. <laughs> a villain. Then we do a villain. A, a conspirator. A conspirator. A conspirator. That's the word I was looking for. We go to the next fucking page, right? No, we don't. We don't go to the next page, page yet. This is the end of the chat. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> go hard. Go home. We went to a uh, podcast, we went home, and, and now we're going home. <laughs> that's like the. No, never mind. That's gonna be the, I was going to make a really convoluted pun. Oh, I'm here for it. I'm here for the French French. Joke. I was just going to say that's like the the podcast for like French trans guys who are into Dragon Ball is called Hanukkah. It's not really that funny. No, <laughs> This is just a very that's that's that's. <laughs> That's just a lot of words for not a good pun. Just <laughs> nom. <laughs> nom. Um, okay. French is just funny to me. So we go to the next page. This is taking two minutes to say the next page. Hey, do we go to the next page? Well, who is this interlocutor? It's a scented panel of a trio of three. Yeah, Maybe we've got this guess. real like the in the airship in the air. On a throne of skulls with a Skeksis next to him. The evil slug man with an 80s Flash Gordon tuna card is talking to Pilaf. <laughs> <laughs> Pilaf with Mayan shoe behind him. So yeah, these fucking stooges. Oh, yeah, forgets his name. Anyway, um, so he's introduced them and, he, and he, he gets Soba's name wrong or Shu's name wrong. Whatever. Anyway, so my Chua are uh, behind him. Shu's Soba. Look, they changed their name. It's, Just which which is the it. name that it ends up being? Name. Yeah, I don't know which the dead name is because I don't. We want to make sure that we're right. Don't about don't dead name the Dragon Ball characters, That's just not acceptable it's in this so podcast. Um, not in my good on. Christian podcast. If you don't remember Pilaf, he's like a little demon gremlin kind of, but like a really cutesy looking one. An imp- like an, wearing an emperor clothing. Yeah, an emperor. Like Puyi from uh, The Last Emperor, who was the last... The last emperor. emperor. He was. The last emperor. Yes. So, no, we've got to stop. To I go. didn't do that. You did that. No, I did. No. I had my hit my foot next to it and it just almost jammed my toes the in there. Th- I, you're the one who's making, like, bumping the drawers around. I was going to say the readers and then I created myself to listeners and I said, the leaders don't like it. <laughs> the, leaders, the leaders don't like it. What happens is... We, <laughs> sorry, Shimai, we made a noise on our podcast. I, I think it, it was Soba and then it becomes Shu because Toriyama mm. goes, oh, I must have named him Shu because Shumai is like a Chinese dish. Okay. You know, um, and pilaf is the type. Of, it's like a rice dish. Anyway, um, and then he pilaf is like, oh, so my he's being the most obsequious little bootlicker you can be. Mm-hmm. Very obviously, they heard a legend about him, got him out of the rice cooker. Like we can connect this up. They're like, oh, this guy's our ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they've unsealed him from the bottom of the ocean, um, uh, and. <laughs> the reveal of that is really funny um, and then Pilaf is like okay so my master you know surely you must have like a great wish going on like you're so you're a genius you're a brain genius you're so smart you've got mm-hmm. you've got the best wishes is it gonna be to rule the world yeah it's rule the world right like, like it's probably that's probably what you're thinking right you fool <laughs> it's not ruling the world you idiot why would you even think that don't be stupid <laughs> I am wishing 
for lip fillers and a BBL. <laughs> and Botox. <laughs> I want those, like, vampire facials that Kim K does, where they take the blood out of your butt and they put it on your face. Um, There's so... no blood in this guy's ass. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. It's yeah. a withered prune. Ooh. He's a husk. Again, seen this guy at the gym. It's he doesn't. Hot. He wants to dehusk. <laughs> he wants to de. He wants to rehydrate. Like, I want the. Raisin. I want that Kim K dehusk. <laughs> Kim K <laughs> hydration. Um, he wants eternal youth. Right. He's like fucking. I can rule the world. Like, why would I waste a wish on something I can just do with a little bit of gumption and hard work? Okay, but I have two questions. No, I have one question. What would the plastic surgery consultation be like for King Piccolo? For D Husky. For D Demon King Pickle. He goes to the surgeon. What's his conversation with the surgeon? I mean, he's just going in for youth, and they're going to, like, offer him a bunch of shit that he didn't know he needed, and he's going to come out feeling insecure. They'll be like, oh, yeah, like, we can rehydrate you, but also, like, are you sure you don't want, like, a jaw reduction? Like, Yes. Is that a bit of like, shave a few millimeters? Yeah, like, we just take a little bit off. Like, we can give you a, go. we can give you a lift. We could give you more antenna. Like, do you have enough? I mean, like, if you want to keep it, if you like your face, that's fine. Like, we could just throw in an eyebrow threading. It's a little bit bushy today, like, you know? Yeah, the eyes are, the ears are a bit pointy. They could yeah. be pointier. We could, yeah, we were just, you know, it's not quite fitting our mold. But... Are they really going to know that you're a demon if your ears are kind of too yeah. close to human? A little yeah, bit they'll just, like, make, like, kind of snide suggestions at, like, his stuff that he wasn't insecure about. You're full. <laughs> <laughs> you're full. <laughs> Piccolo has as many antennae as they need. <laughs> um, so, uh, Piccolo says, yeah, listen. I'm wishing for eternal youth. One, so that I can be hot again. Mm. Two, because then I'll be super strong martial artist like I was in my youth. Mm. When nobody could stop me. Mm. Nobody could my food by me. And then three, (laughs) because because then if I'm eternally youthful, I can just rule the world forever. Mm. Even until the heat death of the universe. And Pilaf is like, okay. But when you do conquer the world, and then he starts negotiating. Hey, no, he's he's kind of like slyly. He's like, well, you know how like I've gone really out of my way to get you out of the ocean. I got you out of the pot. I got you like that nice tea that we had. Like that's not hard to, you know. Like I had to go to the shop for that. But like it's it's you know it's I still I did I did it. Like it's it's fine. Like but you know it's I've really been I've been busting my ass on this one, and I think I need a raise. I've heard this um, before, actually. By which I mean, can I have ha- half of the world? When it's you... called delegation. Like yeah. you would own it, but I would kind of rule it. Like yeah, you know, as like a. A prime minister to your King Charles the Third, you know. Yeah, he asked for half, and and Piccolo's <laughs> just looking at him, he and it's like, looks. you're you know a third, a quarter. Um, a quarter, yeah, a quarter, a quarter would be fine. Like, um, what? Any any of this catching you? <laughs> Jack Donaghy rules of negotiation. Yeah. Do not speak first. Do not negotiate against yourself. Pilaf <laughs> is losing on every front. He's negotiating himself down. Piccolo's oh, just looking at him, and then he goes, watch. "I'll think about it." And he's like, "Oh, you're so smart. Like, you're so pretty. You're yeah, so you know that's great. Like, I hope you make a really good decision for me. Um, <laughs> the funniest possible. Just thing sleep happens. on it. <laughs> just sleep on it. Get like your beauty set. Yeah. Wear sunscreen. Um, <laughs> and then what? Piccolo does is that he goes, ah, oh, yes, that rice cooker, I'd forgotten about it. And it's there. And he's <laughs> the just put it on the floor. Cat icon, little sticker print, ooh, ooh, rice cooker. And then he 
He destroys it with his eyes. He just glares at it. It's not a laser. No. He's not laser eyeing this. He opens his eyes real wide, like, Wacha! Yeah. Like, Kacha! He lightning McQueen's this. He gives it the evils and it spontaneously combusts. Ka-chow! Which is pretty cool. <laughs> he doesn't ever come back. He doesn't do this to people. What? Like, he doesn't blow people okay, up. Okay, first of all, spoilers. Second of all, why? Why wouldn't he just blow, like, tension on up or It's just, like, obviously, like, super powerful. Maybe he could only do it once and he just used it on that. He can only do it to rice cookers. <laughs> He's got a really specific <laughs> power. He could blow up rice cookers with his mind. You know, when I was a child, my family were killed by a rice cooker. <laughs> it was Thanksgiving. A beautiful evening. A beautiful autumn evening. I heard a knock at the door. Like a ding... Like something was ready. I opened it and just down there was a rice cooker flapping its mouth open. It didn't say anything. It couldn't speak. It was a rice cooker. <laughs> That's all I remember. And waking up, my family, bloody bodies covered in basmati. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Grim. <laughs> so, rice cooker, Goku ate my family because they were cut on the rice. <laughs> It just goes into a frenzy. Mm. We've solved it. Um, we cracked the code. There's this reveal, because we've seen the airship, and then the next angle of the airship with an establishing shot shows the massive letters along the side, Pilaf. Yeah. So it's owned by them. Mm-hmm. Did they own the throne? Did he renovate it? Yeah, like, did Pilaf just have that? Like, as, you know, he, he, sure he, he invested in it for, like, when he was going to become evil king of the world. It's clearly the aesthetic for Piccolo. Yeah, but like... I think he knew it, because they were going to get him. It was aspirational, you know? Yeah. Like, sit for the job you want, not the job you need. Invite well, that, I mean, get the, the chair for the job you want. Get the chair for... A gaming chair is Go so important. Go to your nearest furniture place and get a very specific chair for the job you want. Your Ikea, where you're speaking in German with your childhood friends. Yeah. But you don't know it, but you do know, and your dad owns the IKEA. That one. Yeah, this is this has been a very, very long form oblique ad for my dad's furniture shop. But <laughs> this I whole so podcast. Forgot that your dad actually this whole owns podcast is just. How lit did up. I forget? How did I get tricked? This into one that? radio ad. <laughs> Come to Kadima. <laughs> I completely forgot that your dad owns a furniture <laughs> shop. How did you trick me into free advertising? Well, it's capitalism, baby. It's <laughs> baby. Hey, you, a gaming chair is so important. 95% of a gamer's performance is their chair. Mm-hmm. And Piccolo only has And by finest. performance, you mean sexual performance. Is that correct? Piccolo is asexual. Uh-huh. Asexual monarch. As in, like, he reproduces asexually because he's a slug? They didn't track. They, yeah. they don't do that. They don't. I was thinking of aphids. Yeah. Moving on. He could. He, he, as soon as I said it, I realized I got my biology we're wrong. We're gonna find out because next chapter, I'm on the spot. He may or may not fuck. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> but wouldn't that be fun? Um, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> <laughs> made up. <laughs> Looking up a slimy no, 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 no. You don't take that joke too far. Wobbling would soon become a problem. <laughs> like, uh, so, a gaming chair is important. He knows that. He's got a really good one. And they... Yeah. <laughs> we, we're in chapter 136. And... Oh, no. Just before chapter 136, we've sort of intercut back to the people. And it's almost as if... 
Turtle Herman's been telling the story. Like, he has been. But it's weirdly implies that he's been telling him about what has just been happening there, even though he hasn't, and he clearly has. It's really weird. Mm. It comes back to him anyway, and he's like, mm, anyway, that's sort of the story of Piccolo. He's yeah. a really dangerous foe, blah, blah, blah. They say generic stuff. It, yeah, it's one of those um, coincidental intercut scene things. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's probably af- afraid of the... What is it called again? The Mafuba. Yeah, the Mafuba. And that's why he wants to kill all the martial artists. Oh, literary corner. Literary so explain corner. explain what Mafuba means, but what's really funny, not funny at all, it's just kind of an interesting little second meaning is that Hu is also the word for, like, it's also the Chinese onyomi reading for wind. So it's like a wind wave as well, which kind of makes hmm. sense with how it's depicted, even though the Hu character that's used for it is seal. Cool. Um, it's, it kind of sounds like that. Wind seal. Uh, yes, and then we cut back to Goku, because then, you know, uh, Turtle Hermit's like, oh, look, he doesn't have a chance, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, Goku catches up into this thing that's like a flying... It's a Van Helsing creature. It's a creature from the 2004 movie Van Helsing. Yeah, it's a gargoyle, I it's would a say. Ma- it's a man harpy. A marpy. A marpy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not... I, okay. You can have That's a... That's dialectics. N- no, actually... <laughs> that was half a sentence. I think it's a... Ma- I think it's not. I think it's a man hobby. I think it's not. And our budget is $1.5 million. <laughs> <laughs> I have We're going to flip this comic. <laughs> a version no, of I was, I was just it. trying to... I was going to say, like, I, 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 I think you can have... I don't think that harpies are actually specifically depicted as only being women in the original text. I have no idea. But so. then I don't know if that's sure if I'm sure of that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on that. You can ride my Valkyries anytime. This is not even the this same mythology. What the fuck are you talking about, mate? Listen, I don't know what I'm talking about at any point. Greek Norse is pretty much the same thing to me. I've played Age of Mythology, okay? <laughs> um, and speaking of real-time strategy games, Goku makes the real-time strategy blunder of like, having just been nice in a segue. tournament where he nearly died. He, well, he was very tired. All petered out. He's key, he'd petered out. Who's Peter? He's... Is he, all he could let out was a little puff. Somehow he's able to like, he's just on Kinto and he's flying, he's, he's going and he's hungry and he's tired, but he catches up with this thing that does, does it get named in this part? Or is nope. It, okay. Um, doesn't get a name. That's a scaly lizard thing with yeah. two leathery wings. There's a you lot of, it yeah, there's, bipedal. Uh, yeah, it is, it is bipedal, which it, it's like my guitar setup. Please continue. Don't, don't don't leave me. Don't over time. I'm sorry, my brain just stopped working there because <laughs> I think we've hit like an our usual time That's slot. I'm like, oh. yeah. Um, okay, how can I wrap this up real quickly? There's a lot of fun um, cray- turtle turtle hermit saying things that are basically like predicting or commenting on the things that are happening in real time, but kind of by coincidence. So he's yeah. like, yeah, Goku's gone after, if this is like who it is, and Goku's gone after one of his minions and he's exhausted from having fought a battle, he, like he's fucked. Like yeah, there's, there's he's, no yeah, he's, he's, this guy's super powerful and he's not going to have any energy left, mm. which is pretty much what happens. He catches up to the scaly man, scatter boy, um, and flies in on his cloud and he's like yeah Mixolydian does a mouth bend 
What? Scales. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, okay. No, that took me a second to... to I didn't think even I yeah. understood that. Um, he... Yeah, they, he, he accuses him of you murdering... You know what they come into this podcast for? Really I'm trying to fucking wrap this... I mean, they... I'm they, trying to Spotify uh, rap this They don't or? not, because all of our jokes are very weird and related to dumb, obscure shit. Okay. Um, or just, like, very crass. So it's one or the other. Um, Write in about what you like more. Well, what's your favourite... Send Simon Discord messages about send what your favorite type of joke is. Button. Please send Simon all your notes. That, don't <laughs> do that. Send none of them. Send all of them. No. Send send the second best ones that you didn't send to other people so that they get someone, you know, getting getting eyes on them. Don't let those nudes be lonely. Don't, don't yeah. Just sit in your phone. You know, don't you know the one that's like kind of good but not really good enough? So like you don't want to send it to someone that you have stakes with? Just send it to Simon. It'll be great. Send secondhand nudes. They're not yours <laughs> but someone else's. Send, they're, they're just pass it. If someone sent you a nude pass it on that's what Pat Ford is about the movie with Kevin Spacey yeah that's exactly what that's about anyway before we go on this tangent can I can I describe the things that happen so we don't have a super long episode you know what not only fans our fans comrade okay no I'm just I'll I'll go on continue okay are you sure no. <laughs> you got any jokes in there? No. You wanna you wanna listen to little jokes out before I keep talking about what we're talking about? No, I don't have any. Australian along is like not the sort of thing that I'm back into. What? what? <laughs> just came out of my mouth. <laughs> what words were those? Cut that, cut that. Future me, cut that. And cut here. And continue. You just be saying shit. Um anyway. Anyway, in the plot, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by both of us. <laughs> Stop doing weird faces. Um, the, yeah, go. <laughs> okay, but who are they going to believe, Simon? Stop licking your toes. It's disgusting. I'm not! <laughs> I'm just lightly breathing on them. Goku. Um, your toes. <laughs> Simon, pass on foot picks. They're not your good ones. Send Simon your your, your, bad. your your rejected foot picks. Send your second hand pad forward. Give me someone else's foot picks. Be on the subway. Take a photo of somebody's foot. Send it to me. Mmm, it's worth it's worth almost getting arrested mm. for. That guy is 100% into Subway food. That's all I'll say about it. It's a pterodactyl. How did we not say that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What is Goku doing? (laughs) Accusing. He goes and accuses the gargoyle man of of killing Karina and he's like, ha! Yeah, I did. It was great. I loved it. It was was real fun. I liked killing him. I liked it. And Goku's like, you bastard! Um, and he says you're in danger. He says I am the danger. You know, yeah, it's just real, uh, I haven't seen Breaking it's Bad. Real hard. Okay, I, I haven't seen it either. I've just got to confess that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a real Breaking but Bad heavy episode. Reading. I haven't seen Breaking Bad, but I can't stop reading the Breaking Bad meme pages. Okay, you've got a so problem. You could talk to your therapist about that one. About not on. What does Ken not think of me? I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Moving on. Um, Goku basically, okay, Goku attacks this guy and he slaps him out of the air. He shoots a beam out of his mouth and then he... he mouth beam. Mouth beam. Have we seen mouth beam before? No. I love mouth beam. This is the first time it appears. <laughs> it's such a pickle on I love too. mouth beam. I love mouth. Beam? I'm into mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the, the, the cloud gets fucked up. Cesar, your tits are an ass, man. Why, I'm a mouth gal. Can, the, the, can, can we, the plot, the plot, Simon, the plot, the, the episode, Just the time. Just call it tampering. Name it. What? Say its name out loud. What? Say it. What? The creature's called tambourine. Tambourine? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. What? I'm not making this up, am I? I don't know. Well, we've already established that I got an extremely dry translation that was missing a lot of Yeah, your person was just making it up. Yeah, they just said a bunch of shit. Um... The, okay, tambourine then um, zaps the cloud. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack you. Stop, stop it, stop it. The cloud is dead. The cloud has died. It kills Kintone. Kintone is, is dead. Is it even possible? How do you kill a cloud? I forgot what it's called because it said Nimbus in the translation, and it that's confused right. that's the, me. That's the, um, the dub, the Funimation dub one. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's ev- evaporated, um, and Goku starts yeah. falling. He tries to grab onto the demon. The demon kind of like kicks him into the he- and he, he falls a very long way to the ground. And yeah. maybe he is dead, but he's maybe in, like, he's not. Or something. Yeah, he's, in the, he's somewhere. He's somewhere in the forest. They only travel a bit because the the tournament takes place on an island called like papaya island or something so they've gone to the yeah it looks it looks kind of regular for deciduous foresty i don't know um yeah maybe jungly but not islandy or a a city um there was a little e in that yep i australian podcast yeah there was an australian podcast slippery dips down (laughs) oh no oh no I feel like Kiwis do the worst impressions of Australians. Yeah. Or maybe we're just... I don't know. Maybe we can hear how wrong we are better than (laughs) Americans can. It's more amusing to do it, like, wrong but in a funny way, though. Yes, that's true. Um, Yeah, otherwise it's just talking like an evil version of yourself. Listen. Look. Is that how you get into character as well? Look. Listen. I'm always, like, some kind of... 30 to 40 year old like <laughs> wants to like be like a cardio mum but isn't actually like a Kath and Kim kind yeah of, I was like, gonna say like slightly more yeah Kath and Kim side character Melbourne mum you know Melbourne mum yummy mummy oh um what happens what else happens well look <laughs> <laughs> we're back in the airship and Piccolo's there and um what happens is <laughs> so is your dad <laughs> He's wrinkly. He's, it's hard not to do it anymore. And he's like, and Tambourine comes back and he goes, ha ha, I have completed the job. The guy goes, oh, already? Who did you beat? And then he's got all this stack of photos, right, of all yeah. the, the tournament people mm. and their locations because he's, he's got that now, so they're all in danger. Yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, and yeah. then he shows the photo and he goes, ha, it was this guy that I killed in the Pilaf gang have encountered Goku. And they go, how? He shows Kuririn first. He's yes. like, yeah, murdered this one. And then um, Pela finds the picture of Goku and was like, ah, oh, this guy, no wonder he was so dangerous when we fought him. We didn't think he'd be a good fighter, but it looks like he's a finalist. Like, yeah. whoa, shocking. And then the guy, the tambourine, I guess, it yeah. looks over. He's like, oh, you know, I killed him too. And they're like, Easy. 
What? <laughs> oh, okay, shit. The were-monkey? Yeah. The ape that destroyed my castle? Yeah, so they're now, I Red guess... By brick? Maybe starting to realize what they're dealing with, or maybe not, because he's pretty stupid. Um, mm. And they paste <laughs> up the rest of the pictures, and they make it clear that that's what they're going for next. They're going to start hunting down the martial arts people. Yeah. Back at the compound, the main gang just splits up and goes home, and it's basically like, look, we can't find Goku if anyone yeah. sees him, so we're at home. Yeah, um, it's like meanwhile back at the ranch, the stars have come out, it's night time, they're all standing yeah. out of the forecourt and they're like, look, we've just got to regroup, we've got to go back to the island, yeah. you know, we've got to go back to the island, which we don't make jokes about anymore, um, and figure mm-hmm. out what we're going to do from there, and uh, lunch goes, it's a shame we can't go after him because he took the radar, so yeah. there's nothing we can do, basically. Yeah, they can't find like i don't know where he went meanwhile pilaf in a very funny position is just like like my face when i've unlocked an ancient evil for the purposes of taking over the world and slowly begin to realize the predicament that i'm in because Mm. it does not share my goals and does not respect me because i'm just a little imp yep and you can slowly see over the course of the chapter just oh just how diminished he becomes and the whole gang like Oh my shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. I've got to go grab something from just over there. Okay. So I won't be a moment. But, um. Goodbye. Alright, he's come back. He's got a post it note. He's inspecting it closely. Alrighty, dragon predictions. I've got some dragon predictions that you made before. Ah. Oh, okay. okay. Do you remember some of them? No, <laughs> I don't remember anything that I've ever said. Okay, so what you said was that a new super move would be unveiled at the tournament. Yep. Yep, the Kiko pussy. Um, oh, excuse me? <laughs> the Kikoho is what I said. Um, you said that Crane Hermit would try and get his disciples to kill Goku, after, but it was after he beats them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so like Goku would win. Oh, kind of off, he yeah. Would, you said Goku would win the tournament. Yeah, I thought he would win. Yeah, I remember that because I remember thinking they'd try and be subtle about it, and then I was surprised that they weren't. He was going straight for murder right in the middle of it. Yeah, you said there would be a lot of collateral damage to the arena again. Yeah, this is a really funny <laughs> You're thing. Fucking nailed it. Start, the whole oh, arena yeah, is gone. An arena shaped hole. <laughs> <laughs> Our arena has its own arena hole. Yep. Um, That's a solid prediction. (laughs) And it's a solid dragon prediction. And the announcer at the start goes, oh, it's you guys again. Please don't, please don't damage the ring. Yeah. And they do more than that, so. What ring? Uh, What ring? (laughs) (laughs) One to rule them all. Yeah, I mean, you've made some other ones that I can't, that are absolutely bang on that I can't um, mention now. Have they not happened yet? No, some are way down the line as well. Ah, oh, damn it. Like, way, way down the line. Okay. But anyway, what did you think about these developments? Um... I don't know. I was There was a lot. There was a lot happening. So um, much. It was old, old people back with... Yeah, it was really interesting watching the um, the show, and I think that I focused a lot mm. on, like, the particulars of that rather than thinking about, like, plot stuff. Um... I guess it's like quite a big development like it definitely feels like a tone shift because like all of the villains up till now have been kind of petty mm. um like even the like red ribbon army and stuff like they're they're quite goofy like they want to 
you know, people are afraid of them, but they're not really, like, evil, like, in a chaotic way. Like, they're just fascists. Yeah. Um, and, and weirdly in an incel way. That's yeah. That's what is that kind of, you know. Yeah. Like, this, I think this is the first time that there's, uh, like, bloodlust kind of coming through from the villain side. It's also just like, he's very pragmatic. He's not like yeah, do silly shit. It's, it's cool. yeah, like even if you if we think about like Pilaf and stuff, like this this is a previous villain who looks like an absolute chump next to this guy. Like he's just sort of yeah. like I wanted to rule the world. Like this is sort of the guy that like has a real childish view of what ruling the world would be. Like yeah. the it the villain. No time. Yeah, abolish bedtime. I can eat as much chocolate as I want, and yeah. then yeah. So we've had like kind of quite like goofy villains and then now this and guy kisses at all the women that I want. yeah it, this this feels a lot more like malevolent i guess there's something really cold and clinical about it as well yeah he's very pragmatic he goes no i don't want to rule the world i want to be eternally young because i can do it myself and you'll go oh yeah like you this don't is have to wish for that yeah all of the villains so far have kind of sucked even when they're really hyped up by everyone else who is afraid of them like they've been kind of obviously yeah like not threatening like he seems actually a lot more threatening and yeah and having tambourine being like i love murder i love to kill like that's kind of a first like even like the closest we've had to that has been goku just like not thinking about it yeah like he's he's gone from like because because everyone else like the evil people have felt like had their like real silly like motivation which is like you know I'm gonna get all the Dragon Balls and do evil stuff because I want to wish for a girlfriend or something like I that. Be you know? Yeah, like, um, but yeah, and then I think that's part of why Goku has seemed so like, uh, like off is because like he was like, yeah, I'll kill something and not even think about it. I'm just doing the right thing, which is you know, mm. usually like collateral damage is like an evil guy thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and now this this seems like you know, some someone that is definitely a villain by comparison. Um, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Interesting. And someone who, it, it's not just that he's like, I can do it myself. It's that everything is the shortest path to whatever it is in in very quick ways, in terrifying ways, mm. and. I think it's clear how Toriyama shows us that in really small moments. Like, the way that he just is reminded of the rice cooker goes, I hate that thing. It kept me and just destroys it like that. Yeah. Like, that to me is like, oh, this tells me everything I need to know about this guy. And also the fact that this is maybe one of the first times where every time Goku encountered the Red Ribbon Army, he just creamed them. Mm. He was just, he just mowed through them every time. It was like a video game. Mm. Even Muscle Tower was like a tower defense one. He's just going through it. Yeah. Level by level. And then with this one, he loses off the bat. Kudadin dies. He loses. His cloud dies. Yeah. Everyone doesn't know what to do. They can't find him. It's very despairing to begin with. It's coming off the back of losing the tournament as well. Yeah. So it's like, we've got, like, he's just been kind of, like, riding this wave, you know, he's, he's had all the luck up until now, and then he's lost the tournament and everything's gone to shit. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. I don't know. I yeah. like that. I, I, I want to see him at a disadvantage. So it seems like a, something slightly more fresh. To use a TV tropes word, this is like an unbuilt trope, because what everybody thinks about Dragon Ball is actually a lot more following along with almost cliches of how these sorts of villains, these sorts of serious villains go, but... Piccolo, who's the first example of such a villain in Dragon Ball and the turning point of the entire comic, is also a subversion of it because he doesn't do any of the, like, 
you know, Blofeld, ah, Mr. Bond, you know, mm. like, Lear bullshit. He just actually, like, pragmatically ends up just winning everything one after another because mm. he's smart and he doesn't waffle and he just does stuff. Mm. Like, it's almost like an unbuilt trope of instead of, like, later on we get villains who might, like, monologue and be like, and all I want to do is be perfect, blah, 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 and, you know, whatever it is. Mm. But for now, the first example of such a villain is... A subversion of a lot of cliches. And this is just the beginning of it, but it will continue like this. Okay. Is all I can say. But that said, since we've entered kind of new territory, do you want to make any sort of predictions about it? Oh, okay. I think they're going to have to journey into the past in some way. Ooh. To find the secrets of this forgotten move. And maybe they will find some kind of new ally who knows these secrets. Um... And you should write Dragon Ball. <laughs> I don't think they're literally going to go back in time, but I think there's going to be some okay. kind of like they're going to have to figure that out at some point. And I was like, I don't know. okay. Um, but you know, I think that so they'll. Mafu has like the hope that. Yeah, or yeah, I th- and I think that like you know, and I I can't see that happening in a, like they find it written down kind of way like there's going to be someone who teaches it to them or like some secret mm. master or something like there's always been like the fox guy and all that you know um, so they're going to find maybe a new ally Goku's going to have to go on a journey of self discovery because he obviously does not know how to lose things yeah um, so that yeah who knows? Maybe he'll find a little friend in the forest who helps him learn that to to grieve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's all. That's all I can think of right now. You're half right, and I won't say which half. Okay. Um, but uh, what I will say is, um, this. I'm not going to pretend that this is high art, but this is one of the points in the comic where I'm actually excited to kind of read what happens next. A lot of the stuff, especially with like Muscle Tower and with this tournament i'm kind of like okay there's another fight Mm. and this is what's going to happen next to the fight it's like the world cup which coincidentally is going on at the moment um Mm. Uh, it's one of those things where maybe we should end before you start talking about the world cup no i'm not going to talk about the world cup i just had another prediction okay which is i think that they're obviously going to bring kareem back because i don't think that he can stay dead because that would suck for a children's comic but i don't think that they'll bring him back with the dragon balls i think there's going to be a different way because they already did that last time. They brought the other guy back. And that's like kind of too obvious. Anyway, okay. that's my extra prediction. Interesting. Okay. Alright, anyway, um, we should uh, end it there. So, no parting thoughts? That was my parting thought. You that just gave you thoughts. like 10 parting thoughts. That's right, that was a beautiful parting thought. Okay. <laughs> Kakiti and a very good evening. Um.